we're back again with another episode. A couple updates. Um, we're going to keep on doing this, um, how do you say, uh, video kind of podcast for the upcoming episodes. And another thing is that we'll be now doing episodes on a weekly basis. Um, well, we're ending high school and there's a lot of, um, um, basically, we have a lot of activities on our plate. So sometimes we're out the house busy and um, we really want to give you content still. So, of course, we we were on a biweekly basis, but we want to just enjoy before we hit the college where we have a lot of stuff to uh, take care of, like a lot of academics. So we want to just take a little break. But for now, we will still do a weekly basis of episodes and you'll still get the content from us because we really want to help you guys out with your academics and um, future endeavors. So today will be a quick episode. I remember we made an episode about study methods and the difference between active and passive recall. And today we're going to go more in depth into the active recall methods because that episode got a lot of traction. Um, There is three main techniques I'll be teaching about today that really help a lot and some things you probably do without even noticing, right? And there was going to be another one called space repetition and i discussed that in the other episode if you haven't checked it out please check it out but for now we're just going to focus on these because i did go in depth into space repetition on the last episode so there are three main methods under the active recall method of studying and these three methods consist of the blurting method the gap learning and the Feynman technique these are all great ways of studying and studies have shown that kids or students that have been doing this type types of or methods of studying have been excelling in the classroom and been in the top 99% of any type of test. And it's been proven that because a lot of students are distracted in that passive, uh, passive way of studying by just taking notes and just literally just copying and pasting from the textbook. That's not going to get you anywhere. You think it's productive, but that feels comfortable. You have to feel uncomfortable. You have to feel that, okay, maybe I don't know stuff because that's the only way to learn is to be uncomfortable with the way you're learning. So first, I'll be talking about the blurting method. The blurting method is very unique. You're going to get a blank piece of paper and let's just say the topic is um, we're learning anatomy and the topic is about the musculoskeletal system. Or sorry, the muscular system. And, um, and you're going to get a blank piece of paper and write everything you know on that muscular system. You, you don't have to go that broad. You can probably do like the action potential of a um, muscle, something like that. But let's just say we're doing the whole mus- um, muscular system. And on this piece of paper, you write everything you know on this or everything you remember. Of course, you can review your notes for like 10 minutes before you do this, but do whatever you remember. And it's going to feel uncomfortable for the first time. You're going to be like, oh, my God, I don't know half this shit. And yeah, that's it's going to feel uncomfortable. And that's the point of it. You're gonna your your goal is to be comfortable with the uncomfortable. So you're gonna write whatever you have on this blank piece of paper. If you can only write two sentences and give up, that's fine. That's all you know. That means you got to do a lot of studying. But don't give a ten uh, percent effort. Give your hundred percent effort because that's how you're gonna excel in the classroom. So on that blank piece of paper, write whatever you know, and after you're done. Take a five-minute break. You t- did a lot. You took a big mental strain on your brain. You're going to then go back on that piece of paper with another pen, a blab, maybe a red pen, and edit everything you've written that's wrong or add stuff that you forgot from your notes. And that basically, that red pen is what you got to focus on. Because why focus on stuff that you already know, rather focus on stuff that you don't know or you're struggling in. For example, I write that. Um, once the action potential is released from the neuron, uh, 
through the synapse, uh, the neurotransmitter uh, for skeletal muscles as norepinephrine is released. That's wrong. I got everything else right, but instead of norepinephrine, the, the other, there's another neurotransmitter for skeletal muscles, acetylcholine. So I'll cross out uh, norepinephrine and put acetylcholine because that's the right neurotransmitter that's released throughout the synapse. So that's what I mean. And that means I got to, uh, when I cross that out, that means I got to remember that for skeletal muscles, it's acetylcholine. For smooth muscles, it's norepinephrine and acetylcholine. So you got to remember that. So you're going to keep repeating this process until you see basically little to no red. That's or whatever errors you make, right? And trust me, it's going to be so uncomfortable for the first couple of tries. But when you get used to it, you're going to feel much more accomplished rather than just taking notes on a paper uh, from a textbook and just blurting it out. Because then you're going to be like, okay, I just spent three hours on notes on a textbook, but did I know anything? And I've been through that same experience. I've taken notes for four hours on a textbook and I have not gained a little, a single experience or a single thing out of that, right? AKA history. I sucked at history. That was one of my struggling topics. And I wish I knew these study methods before I even got into the, took the class. So the next study technique is called gap learning. Gap learning is not really a study technique, but rather a technique for your, uh, for your brain. It's very interesting. Uh, neuroscientists have found that if you take a 10 second break every two minutes, don't have to time it, but um, every two seconds, um, I'm sorry, two minutes or every three minutes, you just take a 10 second break while studying of emptiness. Apparently, and studies have proven this, your memory is to be prone much better and you comprehend the information way more. This helps the process of learning because neuroscientists have found that when you take a 10 second break, it's a, it's kind of like when you go to sleep and you learn a topic. When you sleep, you when you remember when you wake up from like the, um your um a night's rest, you feel way you remember more of that content. It's because and while you sleep, your brain is doing repetitions of that content thousands of times. That's what the 10 second break of emptiness does. When you take a 10 second break while learning the muscular system, like, um, and you're in the middle of just learning about the synapse of acetylcholine, whatever, and you just take a 10 second break, your brain is doing thousands of repetitions during that time. And trust me, I've done it myself. You might think it's dumb, but I've done this myself and I felt I somehow my, my memory got way better after that 10 second break and doing this over time. It's not like one time you'll be like, okay, you might not feel anything, but over time you will remember small marginal gains leads to a huge gain in the future. Do this. This literally has no other effort. You might think it's dumb, but it will work. Last but not least, one of the most popular techniques, the Feynman technique. Um, I, I think it was Richard Feynman, whatever the guy's name was. But basically, this is a kind similar to the blurting method, but not. Um, you got like pick a topic. Let's just say it's the muscular system again. When you pick the topic, you're gonna get a blank paper and um teach it. You can either teach it to someone you know or do the same thing as the blurting method. You just teach it on a blank piece of paper. Same way. And the reason why is that. Um, and then you reflect. So again, like the blurting method, you reflect on your teaching. If you're teaching to someone the topic of the muscular system to someone else, and they say, okay, yeah, I still very confused. Um, then you got to reflect on that. Learn. Then you have to see what you have to catch up on, what you have to learn, what you have to be, um, what do you have to uh, study more about? And if it's on a blind piece of paper, same thing as the blurting method. You just go in red ink, 
see what you have to do wrong. And it's really important for the five-minute technique, if you're doing this on a blank piece of paper, is to speak it out. Because when you speak it out, it just helps you much better. It's been shown in studies. Then after that, you want to simplify. You want to simplify the muscular system as if you're teaching it to a fifth grader. Or uh, fifth graders are smart, but like let's say a five-year-old, right? You really that's how simple the te- the process should be, right? Of course, there's some things that are very overcomplicated that it's hard to explain the specific details, but you should simplify as much as you can. Use mnemonics. Use, um, you remember I forgot King, uh, King Henry, whatever that uh, mnemonic we learned for something in elementary school. Use them. Mnemonics are great. Simplify this. And, and then you're going to repeat this process. And basically, you should have this technique down where if you were teach it to a five, a fifth grader, they should understand the topic easily. That's the reason why teachers know their content so well. Like, you might be confused, like, how does my teacher know everything about physics, everything about calculus? Well, they teach it so well that it's so simple. When they teach it, it's very simple for them to teach it to you. And when they're able to simplify it, it's such a low level that means their understanding of the topic is very high and that's just been scientifically proven other than that those are the main three techniques i was talking about they're great techniques and i love you to integrate it pick and choose see which ones work for you see which ones don't and trust me on this they will work for you um you can maybe put your own spin to it maybe you want to do something else that you've been proven to be very successful at right so you can add, pick and choose, and maybe add stuff. But I would love you guys to start doing this. It might be uncomfortable again, like I said in the beginning, but you got to be comfortable with the uncomfortable. I like to say that because that's the main part of studying. In order to succeed, you got to be comfortable with the uncomfortable. Other than that, that was our episode for today. I hope you guys really enjoyed it. Let me know if you want more of these because these are very helpful for me. And I wish I had this content when I was uh, growing up during my high school years. Because um, studying is hard and it's really hard to just get into a hard uh, AP class and understand how to study properly to get those A's. And now senior year, I'm basically ending off with straight A's because I know I, fi- I kind of like got my way out of studying really. And you compare it to my freshman year grades, they're not the best, especially for the courses I've taken. So that's why I really wanted to mention this. So other than that, I hope you guys enjoy the episode and have a great day. Mm-hmm.